0: The uh, the beginning of this week's harsha, the first passage, says that when God when Tara sent the Jewish people out, Ki uh, Karovhu. God didn't take them the the, the direct route into Canaan, which would have been the coastal route, because which is Eretz Eretzplashkim, because it was so close. Ki Because God said, Lest the people have regrets when they see war. And they want to go back to Egypt. So, the, the first question is, what is the relevance of Kikarofu? If it's that the Plishim there, it's, it's a short route, but the Plishim there are Diborim, and the people are going to be scared of them, then why does it say Ki amar Elokim, why doesn't it say Ki amar Elokim Ki karofu upeni nachen ha'am derasan In other words, if the if the logic is that that particular root is unusually dangerous, then that's part of the reason why uh, God said He shouldn't take them that way. Why is it lochama Elokim derasan Ki karovu Ki amar Elokim peni nachema merchama? Number two. What was God's expectation? That they weren't going to have war? Of course they were going to have war. You were going to have the war with al-laman al-Falah. In fact, before you got there, you were going to have the war with Sikhon and So what was the, they were going to see Melchama at one point anyway? And finally, something very odd in this feastarsha. Later, towards the end, the second to last story, the end of the story of the month, the Torah all of a sudden tells us with an Aisra Lachlua Sammana by Inshanah. Now, this is a very odd Pesach when you think of that. from the vantage point of a reader who's reading the story for the first time. So, uh, he doesn't know that they're going to be... St- it's not 40, it doesn't take 40 years to get from Egypt to, to Israel. It only takes a few days. Uh, and even if you're still moving, large numbers of people takes a few weeks. It doesn't take 40 years to move. So as a reader, you're being told something that they're going to be in the year in the midbar mid- for 40 years before the xerus la'aglam has actually occurred, and it says that they're going to be there 40 years. That's the possible? Now, of course, one is tempted to say that this is a gloss that Moshe Rabbeinu puts in at the end of the 40 years, at this point telling you, which of course ruins the story for the reader. That's <laughs> fine. Except that if you hold like the rabban. If you hold like the Ramban and the Taqdelah to the Torah, that Torah Megillah, Megillah, Nitra, according to that Shitta, it means the entire Torah, up Torah, was written at Makan Torah, and then the rest, he make literally, not the way the usually is piece by piece, but rather Megillah, Megillah, twice, literally twice. The first part of the Torah, until the Asar was given in Harsinah, and then the rest of it was given in Arba Smok. If that's the case, then uh, the first part is actually not whole. It's being changed. That Megillah is now being changed, it's modified later. So, what exactly is going on? Economists will tell you that indentured servitude, what we would describe as Ebed is better than slavery. Slavery, a slave has very little incentive. mar da and mar As opposed to an Ebed In An ebed a slave, has no, ta- has no future horizon. Ta- because for him, one day, is the same as the next. It's all the same. He has nothing to plan for. There is no long term. And every, every, an indentured servant, on the other hand, has a future. And ideally, he can envision something down the road. He has the incentive now to think long term, because eventually he will achieve his freedom. In fact, he can even buy his freedom now, if he somehow manages to work enough, extra somehow, and buy his freedom. But this is a well-known phenomenon. As an aside, historians talk about this question. Uh, many, m- many Northerners in this country like to think of themselves superior because they were opposed to slavery as opposed to the Southerners. But the reality actually is in the economic development of this country, uh, the Mason-Dixon line is very significant, at least where once upon a time it was significant, because it was also the malaria line. Apparently, even though the mosquitoes could survive the winters north of the Mason-Dixon line, the, uh, the, the whatever, those, whatever the malaria parasite inside them couldn't. And therefore, of servitude, which is how a lot of people came over to this country, where you worked to pay for your journey and whatever debts that you owed, and then you were a free person, uh, it didn't work so well eventually in the South, because malaria, once malaria was imported by accident, it was killing all the Europeans who had no immunity to malaria. That's why it was importing slaves from Africa, which took root in the southern states. In the northern states... It wasn't, they didn't, slavery wasn't necessary and eventually the economy took a different turn and therefore, uh, therefore uh, the, in the north they weren't interested in slavery they were mostly no less racist in the north than they were in the south but economics was everything and that was the difference but the bottom line is that an indentured servant has, has an incentive to work he plans, he can look for the future he can build, he can put in the hard work and eventually that hard work yields something the Gemara explains. The Gemara in Kiddushin quotes Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakkai. Why is an eved ivri who, after the sixth year, says "ahachi es adam es adamia es sh'tiv es panai" that we'd say, that Why is his ear pierced? So he was Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakkai was d'orsha from Efrayim, the ozen that heard at Sinai, ki avadaihim, and not be not an eved lavadim, and then halach v'kara adam liatslo. So that Eved is supposed to be Nertza. That ear has to be pierced. What's going on? Why isn't the Eved Nertza immediately It became an Eved? Well, the answer is the Eved becomes immediately, initially, becomes an Eved because his life is falling apart economically. He steals this, this that, the other thing. But when he becomes an Eved Ivry, he learns what it is to be a indentured servant. He understands what it is to be able to plan for the future. And then after that six-year period, if he stole, now says instead of being an Eved Ivry, which goes free, I want to be an Ebed Kanani who's for, in effect like an Ebed Kanani, because he, he's Rav Adol that person, that Ebed Ivri, has missed the whole point. The whole lesson of his indentured servitude has been lost upon him. He wants to be an Ebed Ma'vadimah. Kaddush wants us to be an Ebed to him. Because, someone with a short-term horizon like an ebit tananavi, seeks only instant gratification. Someone who can think long-term plans and prepares and can accomplish something meaningful. There's a Gemara in that i like to quote. from Yeshua ben Chanania, the famous Tana said, In my lifetime, only three people got the best of me. A woman, a boy, and a girl. And then he tells the story of the Tino. I came to a fork in the road, and there was a young boy sitting there. How do I get to the city? Which path? This one is short and long, the other one is long and short. I went on the one that was long, short and long, because of course, I want the shortest path there. When I reached the city, I discovered that it was great, but I couldn't actually get to the city, I could see it. But it thickens, blocked my path to the city. I returned, took the road back to the fork. He said to me, I also told you that it was long. I would suggest that the questions that are part can and understood in the same light. The Jews left Egypt with a slave mentality. Note there were two traditions on Choshech. You know, one out of five, or one out of 50, or one out of 500, different kings and the chelpa. Why did the rest of them die? So there are actually two traditions. One tradition is that there were those who went out when it was too early. They didn't wait for the appointed time. It's based upon Sikkim and Deberi HaYamim, they were They weren't provisioned properly, so instead they, they tried to raid the uh, the, the cattle or the uh, animals of the and they were killed. That was one group. They were the people who couldn't wait for the appointed time and couldn't plan ahead. And the other people, Rashi, quotes in the beginning of Parshish Feira, the Mach of was so that the of and amongst that generation would die, that the Egyptians wouldn't see it. And why did they shy? Because they didn't want to go out of Egypt. Because they were stuck in the same mentality. They couldn't see another kind of possibility. The Sedra opens with, ki You know why God didn't take them parents to Israel that route? Because it was too easy. It was too direct. The idea that they would enter Eretz Israel so easily would be not a good idea. It would feed their slave mentality that everything was for, t- for right now, for instant gratifications, because that's my time horizon. And then when they saw war, because they weren't used to instant gratification, they would have r- tried to run back to Egypt to resume being slaves. Freedom comes with responsibility. It requires planning ahead. War was inevitable, but to face them immediately would have been almost impossible for those with a slave's mindset. In fact, the Kadesh Baruch decided that they would need to spend some period of time in the Midbar in order to shed their, being sl- their mentality of being to others. Hence, we are told that they would spend 40 years. Maybe it didn't have to be 40, maybe that was a product of the Ravim, but it turned out that they would have to spend time. And as it turned out, that even when they went around that way in the desert, they still panicked when they saw the prospect of war against the Canaanites, and then only then did HaKadosh Baruch decide or accept the fact that the generation of people who had grown up in slavery would never be able to enter Eretz Yisrael. Instead, it would be their children. Eretz Yisrael, as the Gemara tells us in the first parak of Rachas, Shalosh Matanaz Kovos Nasan Israel, LeYisrael <speaking> Yisurin Eretz <Hebrew> Yisrael Torah and Olam If this is so, that Eretz Yisrael's Olam Nikkeis be Then, kikorohu is not an option. Those who couldn't deal with usurim, who could only think about their next meal the next day, were not capable capable of acquiring that matanatovah. The same thing is true about the other two matanas Torah and olam haba. I'm going to leave the latter alone for the moment. But to accomplish anything in Torah, one cannot have the mindset of a slave. Of kikorohu, it cannot be instant gratification. One has to think long term, both in terms of planning a path and in recognition that it's a lifelong pursuit. It's not just the time you spent in yeshiva. The Gemara, the, the Medrash Rabba, the end of uh, Sefer Bam, Parashat Nitzavim, so I think the Rabban understands this is talking about Shuvah, but the Medrash understands this is talking about Torah. It's talking about the whole Torah. The Medrash writes about this. Um, and there Moshe Rabbeinu says, <laughs> The Medrash Rabbah comments on <laughs> Torah is not found amongst the astrologers who their umanos is always looking at the heavens. That's <laughs> You know astrology. The God the Torah and you're great in Torah. So i used to study math when he was in the bathroom. So Shemuel said, I do my astrology when I'm in the bathroom, but outside of that, I'm learning Torah. What does it mean? What does this mean? It's not found amongst astrologers. You know what astrologers are? Astrologers are, are people who are always looking for the shortcut. They need to get the prediction. If this is going to happen, that's going to happen. I'm just that stuff. Shavu wasn't an astrologer. Shavu understood that you want to become a Chacham. You have to study Torah. That's what you commit yourself to. Maybe there's some room for this other stuff. But if that's your entire focus, if your entire focus is on the shortcut, you will never get anywhere. It's not magic succeeding in Torah. It's not, there's no shortcut. And it's also not a secret have. The Medrash there as well, a separate passage in, Bar- in, in, in Rabba, writes, Ramos that wisdom is so far beyond the fools. In the gate, he can't open his mouth. The Medrash says, "Mahu Ramos enters The Amrei, Shazen The fool enters the Beis Aknessas. The Torah. They're studying Torah. Who Omer Lahem? Torah. How do you learn Torah? Iyiv Chamei we should go and say Mikra, show us the Talmud, and after that Paralachos, and after that Paragodos. Even if he shemei a kach, Omer Balibo, he may not say the Chozem and Hashar, and he leaves havei b'shar b'shar lo yiftachpi. Amar Ravyani, the Ma'ah Daber Doma, letikar shayaytalo da'ahiyah. You see a uh, a kikar, a loaf of bread, somehow high up in the rafters. Tipei <laughs> shemei. How can anybody possibly reach that? If somebody got it up, get up get got it up there, it can be gotten down. Maybe Sulam Okana Umorid Omishu Pikeah, who realizes that other people have done it, Mahuosa, Shona Terek Echa thoyobiyoma, Yom should sign kula if you want to become a Tamachacham, you can't think with a slave's mentality, short-term, instant gratification. You have to put in the time consistently over time. You have to have a plan, you have to plan ahead, you have to implement the plan. I wanted to talk about one particular issue here. I mentioned it, Bavla, in the last uh, few days, they've of conversations, and that is the only khiva of Talmud Torah that's specific. If you like learning with and you want to do that all morning Seder, it's mutter to do that. If you like learning Bechias all morning Seder, it's mutter to do that. If you like learning Bezosif, it's, so it's mutter to do that. You do whatever you want, but there's only one khiva of Talmud Torah that is very specifically assigned that could do on a regular basis, and that's Scheinbech that's the one thing. We learned the Gemara in the first parak and brachos the first last semester. It's quoted in the Shulchan and Semen Reish And the recommendation is that, uh, that you should do both unklus and rashi. I would tell you, start with rashi. But it, it, it's not optional. Like, night Seder, officially, at least on the, you know, learning at night something is a chiyot. Night Seder may officially be optional. Um, morning Seder is not really optional. Uh, uh, you can show it at the nine o'clock. Um, but the bottom line is that, uh, is that we have all sorts of there and all sorts of wonderful things. But Shem Yitzhadech is a khir. You're to do it. You're afraid to do it every week. It's like the Fiasa of a yachid, And it's also what makes a person a basically educated in literature. And that's why I still recommend, I recommend strongly that you use Rashi, uh, because that gives you sort of a broad introduction to not only Torah Shabbat but Torah Shabbat but either way, if you choose to do it only with okay, if you choose do it only with Rashi, if you choose to do it, and do it with both, there's a fear of doing shayana, and you need to cause the time out of that at some particular point during your day. That's, I'm not making that up, it's not my huma, that's a din in Shohana. But it's also about not taking shortcuts. It's about building a foundation so that everything you build on top of that is actually a building that's been built properly. It's not the shortcut that I, I, I have the time, but instead of doing these basic things, and it's not just true for Shnei Nachar it's true for Nach, it's true for Mishnahis, the basic ideas that you build the foundation of Torah on. Everybody likes to run for the shortcuts. They want to do the ketosis and the sevisis and the chayim, and it's all very nice, but. That that is uh, that is not the proper way to learn. A person has to build a foundation. And so you're in the you're in the of the yeshiva, and we learn gemara and we learn gemara at advanced level. So we don't we don't stop and say, okay, guys, for the rest of the semester, you're just studying the morning and learning Tanakh and Mishrayas and nothing else. We're not doing that. But you still, on your own, need to start with shine at Bechet there's no question about that. You want to be, you want to be so much of Rabbeinu that the Babli encompasses Torah Shvitha, encompasses Miklamish and Kabara, because it's Babu Bakol. It's not the, it's a cool, I don't recommend relying upon it, but nonetheless, fine. But is a So remember that when you want to advance to Israel, and when you want to advance to Torah, and when you want to advance want to Haba, it cannot be Ki Karofu. Sometimes it's with Nei Yisrael, Akhub wa Salman, Aga'im Shana, al And there it's no